Welcome to Destiny Revival Ministries Sermon of the Week. Thank you for joining us. You can stay up to date through our social media or give from the link in the details. We hope this message blesses you. Thank you, Father. We say yes to you, Lord. We surrender. <laughs> Thank you, Father. We declare your name above every name, Lord. Wonderful counselor, mighty God, the Prince of Peace, everlasting Father. Of the increase of your government, there shall be no end. And I ask of you, Lord, that today you would divinely and sovereignly touch this house, Lord. Lord, that today there would be an impartation of your power and your glory, of your revelation, wisdom, knowledge and understanding, Lord. <laughs> Thank you, Father. We welcome you, Lord. And everybody said, Amen, Amen. Wow, wow. I was trying to be, uh, uh, you know, get the protocols out the way. Uh, it didn't work. Sorry, Mark. Uh, Holy, Holy Spirit is Holy Spirit, and He does what He does. Can someone say, yeah, yeah, yeah? We're just building. We're building. Don't worry. We haven't stopped the move. We haven't stopped the move. You saw how quickly that can come. And there's going to be waves today, this morning. This evening is going to be very, very powerful. Uh, I learned something a long time ago. Uh, you never pluck fruit when it's not ripe. An accurate prophecy out of time is a false prophecy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good to see some of my friends here. Uh, yeah, I've got some friends. <laughs> I, I love Mark and April, uh, apostles of God. I tell you what, look what the Lord has done. This is not a very old ministry. Some guys have been trying to get this type of thing going for 20 years. This man is able to be very, very successful in the secular field. Have you knew that? He's able to be very, very successful. This man can thrive wherever you put him. I've had the privilege of working with Literally thousands upon leaders. Isn't that exciting? I love leaders. I love leaders. Some say diamond. diamond. Some say diamond amongst the many. But what he did was surrendered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And said, Here I am, Lord. 
I've had conversations with him. Both of the, listen, if you ever want to have a pleasurable afternoon, have a conversation, a visual conversation uh, with this man and his wife uh, in, in the same conversation. It is a wonderful experience, full of laughter and joy and amusement, but very purposed, very purposed. And very, right from the foundation of do we go on here, not even here yet, in the home. Do I go on? Do we go on? The struggle, the questions, the surrender. That's why it's blessed today. That's why it's blessed today. And the Lord says this, the three words, you're waiting. There weren't three words, there were three prophetic words. But very small. Some are very small. He doesn't have to use a lot of sentences, like some of y'all. <laughs> Boy, you guys got to, you know, I'm a headliner. When I read a book, I open it to the index, I read the chapter headings, I close it, said book read, put it on the shelf. Uh, some people, like my wife, bless her, uh, she hasn't had plastic surgery. She is actually a little younger than me. I'm just being honest about that. Something I never guessed. You knew she was a little younger, right? Okay. All right. But she likes the chapter. She wants the details. And then the rabbit trail. You know, I just like the headliner. Yes, no, okay. And God said three things this morning while I was praying. It was about four o'clock in the morning, I was praying for this ministry today, and the Lord said three profound things. He said, increase, rapid increase, establishment. I said, what is that, Lord? He said, it's the process. You're in the season, you've just stepped into the season of increase. If you think it's rapid, it's not. It's just increase. Isn't that exciting? Yeah. If this is just increase, <coughs> excuse me, but rapid increase. Someone say rapid increase. Is the next step. Rapid increase. Building too small. Someone say building too small. Some say campuses. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Rapid increase will come. And then establishment. Excuse me, I've got something in my throat. Drink some water. <clears throat> the devil's a liar. Somebody the devil's a liar. I spent the whole day yesterday. Where, where was that place? Ministering to the nurses and doctors. <laughs> Lady of Lords. Lady of Lords emergency room yesterday. Somebody said the devil's a liar. He's trying to kill me. It's not happening. Somebody said it's not happening. Yeah. You're thinking, what was it for? I stubbed my toe. No, I'm not telling you. 
I want to see who's prophetic here. Somebody say rapid increase. Say it again, rapid increase. Say it again, rapid increase. Somebody say establishment. Three phases the Lord says you'll experience in the next season of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because what he's doing, sir, he's preparing the prophets, the prophetesses, he's preparing the evangelists, he's preparing the apostles uh, that he will set in place here uh, for the handling of the rapid increase. Some say he's raising up, setting in place, correcting false doctrine, changing the lies in your mind. That pastors have taught you. Some say, sure. Choppa yoppa. Why did they lie to us? Some say, why did they lie to us? They lied to your children. Did I say that? Yep, I'm just being a prophet today. I'll tell you why. Because they said things like, the animals went into the ark two by two. Because that was easy to tell the kids. But how many know that's not completely true? Some went in by sevens. And some went in by twos. I remember in Europe, uh, I had a Mercedes Benz parked outside the meeting. And don't be mad. Yes, I drove a Mercedes. Why not? It's a car, right? Somebody has to drive it. Right? And I had my Mercedes parked outside. And I came out of preaching and I was walking to my car and here was this charismatic guy. And he was marching around my car. He was praying. With, this guy was going hard after my car. He didn't know it was my car. So I stopped him. I said, what are you doing? He said, I'm walking around Jericho seven times. Claiming my car. <laughs> I said, dude, dude, it wasn't seven times. You got the number wrong. For seven days they walked around, for six days they walked around once. And on the seventh day they walked around seven times. And in my, I wasn't very good at school. You know, Mark knows the South African school system. I failed lower grade. 33 and a third percent I failed. Lord have mercy on me. But I can count to 13. I said, dude, if you're going to do it right, it better be 13, not seven. And listen, if you keep doing it, I'm going to crack you a shot because that's my car and I already claimed to get out of here. We messed up in our theology. How many know that? Tell the person that you as a man thinks. In his heart, so is he. As a man believes, so he will behave. The guy at the back there believes long beards are cool. And so he grows it out. He oils it. He probably spends the morning combing it. Getting all the food out from last night. (laughs) 
Whatever you believe will affect your behaviour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Religion has affected our behaviour. Some say no more. Somebody say, I'm standing today in the foyer of the Kingdom of God. Jesus Christ, Yeshua, is the door, the way, the truth, the life. And no man comes to the Father but through Him. This today is the foyer that leads us to the Father of the Kingdom. Can some say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Some say as it is. Not as it is in America. No, 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 no. As it is in the heavenlies. Can some say yes, Lord? As it is in the heavenlies. As it is in the heavenlies. That means you've got to go there. To see what it's all about. I'm not talking about dying. That's what they were trying to do to me yesterday, kill me. But no, not, not because you die and go there, but because you're caught up in the presence of the Lord. Right. Yeah, yeah? Amen. And you see Him and hear Him. Yeah, yeah, yeah? See, this is not what I would call in the past a church. A pew-warming gathering. Some say, no, 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 no. You don't get to come here every Sunday and hang out and get someone to wave over your sins, splash you with some water, and get you free. Some say, no, no, no. Some say, this is a place of activity. This is a place of pressing in. This is a place of receiving, downloading. Can some say, yeah, yeah, yeah? And then going into all the world. I used to have a church planting ministry. I say used to, because I had to dismantle it. Because I became the emperor of the empire. And Yahweh has never called us to build an empire. Are you there? However, there were some things we did right. Not everything was bad. A few people got raised from the dead and that type of thing. That was okay. Yeah, yeah. Some say, yeah, yeah, yeah. But every time our ministry grew by 50... We sent out 50 because we already raised up the leadership. Some churches are still hoping to grow to 50 and they're 50 years old. Every time a church grew to 50, we would send somebody out with 50 of those people and pioneer. We pioneered a new church every second day. Some say every second day. Someone said, my God. Is that exciting? But I did some of it amiss. Because I didn't fully understand the kingdom of God. And I was trying to build churches instead of what I would call the ecclesia of Yahweh. 
Some religious people say that we are the church. Have you heard that? How many of you said we are the church? I even said it. And I went to school in South Africa. I even said that. I'm the church. Somebody once told me they can't be late for church because they is the church. As I came out so I can smack the stupid out of you. <laughs> Stay with me a little bit because I'm talking about your destiny. The Ecclesia of Yahweh in the original writing, look it up. I know you have the tools, the Blue Letter Bible, you've got all these things. You can just go in there quickly, check it out. It says a gathering, some say a gathering, of citizens in a public place. Tell the person next to you, you have to gather. Say it again, you have to gather. Say it again, you have to gather. You have to gather. You have to gather. Say it again, you have to gather. Sing that up for me, Rebecca. You have to gather, gather together, mm, gather together. Mm. You have to gather because it's the gathering of the citizens of the kingdom of Yahweh in a public place. Some say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some say, this is not a place for evangelism. Let, let me say that again. It's a gathering of the what? Citizens of the kingdom. It's governmental. It's a place of worship. It's a place of prayer, of pushing in, ascending the hill of the Lord. Receiving revelation, receiving documents, downloading them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then going into all the earth, the world, to execute that instruction. I don't want to gather for the wrong purpose, but I do want to gather for the right purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Are you getting it? Amen. This is not prepared. I don't, my bag's still over there. I have nothing on my phone. Well, I have a lot on my phone. <laughs> Pictures of my children. I have a lot of them. Some say a lot of them. I have eight kids. We'll tell you about that. Some are adopted. Thank the Lord. Oh, I'm going to come to you in the suits. <laughs> Don't pluck the fruit when it's, when it's uh, green, so just wait, just wait. That's a strange guy without the beard. Eh? It's like, it doesn't mess with your brain, yeah. looking at two people. Yeah. <laughs> my, grand, my grandson, he saw my beard for the first time. He said, he was on, on a Zoom call. He said, Granda, are you Santa? <laughs> I never told him about that guy. I don't do that guy thing, but <laughs> he said, Granda, are you I said, I could be. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
His grandma went to a new elevation just because of the beard. Mm. What's been established here, says the Lord, is a true ecclesia. Apostolic in nature. Some say apostolos. Meaning the sent one, not the stay one. This is a family. Some say we are essentially a family. I like this couple. You together? Yeah, you're holding hands. All right. You married? Okay. This, this nice couple here, I could be friends with them for the rest of my life. I like you. Just like that. Now, I don't know if I could say that about everybody I meet, right? But when there's something kindred in the spirit, how do we know that feeling? You know that, you know that, you know, you're jointed for purpose. You're jointed by God for God. Can some say, yeah, yeah, yeah? I know I'm jointed. This is also my house. Are there? Yeah. It's long term. It's a family. Somebody say family. family. It's apostolic. It's family. Yeah. Thank the Lord they move out of the house. <laughs> I have a 23 year old at home. <laughs> he moved out, but he came back. <laughs> I'm like, oh no. <laughs> He's single. Have any young ladies? He's good looking. Very smart. Ten. He was number ten in the world for uh, Taekwondo fighting. Black belt. So you'll be very protected in Louisiana. <laughs> no, actually, that product lived moved to California, but some say family. They're always welcome home. But we hope they go. Right? <laughs> we pray. We pray from the day they're born that one day they will go. This is what this house is all about. One day. Some say one day. You need to be all going somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Doing something. Establishing the kingdom here on earth. Yeah, yeah. The prophetic ministry today is identifying not only the purpose of this house, but identifying many people in this house. This guy behind you, Samus, do you know who he is? Is he okay? He's beautiful? Is this his wife next to him? Yeah, yeah, okay. Three children yet? Oh, Lord have mercy. I was going to tease with him, but he beat me to that. You had number six already? Stop! <laughs> There's only so much oxygen, my friend. Give somebody else a chance. That's, I'm joking. Six. Lord have mercy. Hmm. God prepared a man and a woman 
very strongly. You know he could be anywhere in the world, right? <clears throat> I know his type. Wherever he goes, success, remember that. I like those guys. Do you like him? Yeah. Pretty amazing, yeah? But God prepared the man for the place, for the people. And now he'll prepare the people and send you to the nations of the earth. We've already identified a couple here. The guy with the beard. What is your name, sir? Cody. Cody. Oh, is that what you're saying up there? That's what the other guy said, you Cody and yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. This he's a prophetic evangelist or an evangelist prof- prophet. Is that right? That's who you are. You're gonna to go to places where nobody else would go, but your evangelism will not be the sandwich board evangelism. Repent, you're going to hell. God is gonna specifically send you. By revelation to people who should be saved. And there'll be miracles on the streets, in the bars, everywhere. Everywhere. That's him. Is that okay? Yeah. This man over here is called to teach deep revelation. This guy here. I don't know how you bumped your head, but. Yeah, you need a duck, yeah? <laughs> going to teach deep revelation you're in a place of renewal you're in a place of renewal and once the renewal is completed the Lord said the teaching will start because he wants you to teach what you've learned in this renewal not what you did in the past Amen. yeah you come to this place okay okay Part of the family? Amen. Have you ever taught before? No. Why not? Uh, don't know. <laughs> Chasing money, rather. I yeah, I know. I saw it. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. But now, says the Lord, a new season's coming, and that's where the renewal comes. Changing purpose and function. Amen. Mm. Isn't that exciting? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My wife just sat down. She gave up no, with the. Uh... Right Come on, girl. Yes. <laughs> Are you guys together? Like married? Uh... Come up here, prophetess. Come up here, prophetess. Mm. A four. All now in the belly? Oh. You got four? How far are you going? You trying to catch up with your brother here? Glory, these guys. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. What is, what is your name? Mallory. Mallory? Powerful. Some say prophetess. 
Some say psalmist. Some say Miriam. Tambourine. Horse and rider thrown into the sea. None of this, this, this soft stuff. I like the soft stuff. But that's not who you are. Strong and fierce and authoritative. Yeah, yeah? You carry what, what I recognize to be a carver glory, which is uh, Isaiah 60, rise and shine for your light has come in the glory, that, that glory is carved. Uh It's a strong, weighty glory that uh, brings people to repentance. And in their repentance, they become successful. Some say, in their repentance, they become successful. The word means fame, dignity, excellency, wealth, riches, glory, kavod. It was Ichabod. The glory has departed. This is the Kavod, not the Ikavod. The glory has come. And when you minister, you'll bring glory into the room, into the atmosphere, and lives will be set free. And all of those things will become manifested in people's lives as you minister. Isn't that exciting? My wife has something for you. Um, there's a, a resident creativity inside of you. Some giftings, they come because of what we're under, right? The, the atmosphere, I step into something. But then there's other giftings that are resident. They live inside of you. You can run from it. You cannot want it. You can even despise it, and it ain't going anywhere. That's what you carry. And it doesn't just express itself in a place of worship. That's a given. It expresses itself in creativity. It expresses itself in, in ideas that come to life. Things that you just see, you walk around, you're like, people don't see this? I don't, you know, what, this is, is, you don't see this? This isn't normal. You, how do you? And, and there's a, there's a uh, permission granted to you to be. And the result is that you are going to do. But you don't have to ask the question, God, should I do this? Should I, is this distracting me? Can I create this? What can I do? Do I have permission to do this? He's saying, you have permission to be who I created you to be. And that being the automatic result is a doing. The automatic result is creativity. The automatic result is creating and establishing things. No, you will not run them forever. No, this is not something you're committing to for the rest of your life. These are ideas that are meant to manifest on the earth. You release them and you let them go. This is who you are. So go and be. Go and be. Go and be. Go and be. There's certain flavors that we carry, right? We were talking about this last night. He's like rum and raisin. I'm like, oh, yeah. Right, see? His favorite. Rum and raisin. See? And I'm like, mmm. Now listen, does that make rum and raisin good because they like it or bad because I don't like it? Well, it depends who you're talking to. 
Too many of you have walked for too long despising the gift that is inside of you because it wasn't somebody else's flavor or maybe the flavor of the month or maybe what you wish you were. Man, can I be cookies and cream? You know, oh, I don't want to be vanilla. That's too bland. He's like, I love vanilla. Vanilla's like my go-to favorite. (laughs) Stop despising the gift that is inside of you. You don't need to be you don't you don't need to be something other than all you were created to be. And I hope there are different flavors. Y'all, if we went to one ice cream shop and all they had was rum and raisin, well guess who they'd be attracting? These two men and not me. I hope there are different flavors. I hope there's some weird flavor of the month. Right? I'm never going to try it, but I like to look and be like, ooh, that's weird. <laughs> Some of y'all are the flavor of the month. Like, why do people just like, like looking at me and saying I'm weird, and then they walk and go get chocolate, you know? <laughs> We're not all meant to be accepted, vanilla, exotic, right? We're, we're meant to be who we were created to be. And the quicker you can let go of who you're not and hold on to who you are, the faster you will see success in all arenas of life. Not just your calling, not just where you're anointed, not just in church, in all arenas. You will find success in parenting. You will find joy in your marriage. You will find success as you are in the grocery store, at the bank, at your job, as an entrepreneur, as a business person, as a stay-at-home mom, as a nurse. Whatever it is you are called to do, the faster you can recognize that and stop fighting who you are and who you are not. the faster you come to peace because Yahweh needs us he needs crazy creative people he needs the ones who say but God I don't need to be in the spotlight stop it great that you don't want to be in the spotlight but I need my light to shine on someone and I would like it to be you instead of someone else out there who's carrying a gift but isn't tapped into the right source Let him use you. If he sends you into the darkness, right? We moved to California. I had people on the East Coast say, oh, you're moving to California. I'm so sorry. (laughs) That's the East Coast for you, you know. Wouldn't it make sense that God would send us to darkness to be the light? Oh, I'm sorry. We're We're so busy congregating with flavors that we know and like. That we can't comprehend that God would do something with another flavor. Tutti fruity, nice and fruity. My daughter goes for like firecracker cotton candy. That's just nasty. I mean, what is that? Anything colorful, blue, or popping? She's gonna choose that. I feel like that's California. All right. Go to where he sends you and be who he's called you to be. I actually see <clears throat> almost like brands, different brands um, coming out of you. They're, they're already there. All you're doing is identifying what you see and bringing it onto the earth. And you're not holding on to it. Some of it <clears throat> you're going to be intricately woven into 
right? It's like, this is so who you are. But other things, they're just going to be like, you're just the vessel right onto the earth, plucking it out of the heavens, bringing it onto the earth, letting it go. Somebody else, it causes them to come alive. They couldn't have seen it. How, how did you see it? I, I just saw it. Right? People ask, how did, you, how did you hear that? How did you know that prophetic song? I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm singing what I'm hearing. That's all I'm doing. For those who have ears to hear and eyes to, it's, it, it's not some we're like, woohoo, I'm special. I'm just, it's woven into you. Be who you're created to be. I see you singing and painting all together one time. Do you like to draw or paint? You do? I see, I see it part of your prophetic ministry where you'll have a, a, a easel, what's called an easel, and a thing. You know what I mean? You know? Canvas. Canvas and, and, and prophetically singing. And while you're singing, taking painting. Painting. God, God is bringing unique. Yes. We've seen people paint prophetically. Yes. We've people, seen people sing prophetically. God's putting things together. Yes. It's called a renaissance man, a multidisciplinary man. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah? So you'll be able to do many things in the prophetic that others have not yet done. Now, you've been working hard because that's what they told you to do. Work hard, get yourself established. And you're a hard worker, and that's very nice. Well done. Everybody give them a clap quickly. Uh, and and that'll, that'll go on for a little while, says the Lord. That'll go on for a little while. Uh, don't abandon what you're doing. Uh, it'll go on for a little while, but God's going to give you some smarts about how to do things differently and how to have wealth creation differently uh, because you guys will have to be on the road. You know, when Apostle Mark travels the nation's uh, you're going to be part of that apostolic team, I said, if he wants you. Uh, re- remember, this is all subject to leadership. Some say subject to leadership. Uh, he knows you personally. He knows your, your place you're at uh, in your own personal life. But this is the promise. This is the projection of the Lord for your life. You guys will be traveling a lot. Uh, and so you're going to have to find a different way to make your money. But, but don't, don't abandon ship yet. There's a moment where smarts will come uh, and how to do and what to do. And uh, it'll, it'll turn you around. Yeah? All right. Thank you. God bless you. Isn't God good? I'm just keeping an eye on the time, yeah? So we were, we were in worship, and um, I just I kept hearing this. Um, like the Father, in a very strong, persuasive whisper... <laughs> What are you waiting for? And so I want to ask you today, what, what are you waiting for? You don't need permission to be who he's created you to be. What, what, are, what, what are you waiting for? What, you're, waiting, you're waiting to find, you know, some, some and, and I'm not against anointed churches. Clearly, we're here for a reason, right? But, but it's not about the, the man of God identifying you and releasing you. It's not about someone from the outside acknowledging who you are. You have permission to be who you were created to be. The Lord uh, took me to John 10. I'm going to just read this real quick. John 10 verse 9 says this. 
I am the gateway. Yeshua was saying this. To enter through me is to experience life, freedom, and satisfaction. That's a passion translation. In the New King James Version, he says, I am the door. Those who come to me, they come in and out and find pasture. I want to just deal with something hanging in the spirit today that says, what am I, am I in? Am I in? Am I, am I out? Am I pleasing to God? Am I not? Ple- do I have permission to do what I feel he's created me to do or be who he's created me to be? And, and it's like this massive holding back in the spirit because you're waiting for something he's already given you. See, when you come to the door and you come to Yeshua, you don't come to a, a desert mountain. You don't come to a religion. You come to a living God. Living, just like we sang. He was worthy. He is worthy. He will always be worthy. He was, he is, and he will always be. That's what we're tapping into. You have permission. Arise and shine. Your light has come. His glory is risen upon you. You see, the call of God, salvation, it is not free. I know we say it's free. Ooh, it's free. It's free. It's free. Just as I am without. Come, Jesus, he paid the price. Salvation is free. Now listen, he paid the price, but here's what it's going to cost you. Everything you were never meant to be. He paid the price to sin. He defeated death, hell, and the grave. But here's what it's going to cost you. Letting go. It's going to cost you waiting for permission. It's going to cost you courage to step out. It's going to cost you letting go to who you were never meant to be. When they said to you things like, oh, you're just stupid. You'll never amount to anything. You're so loud. You're overwhelming. You're too much. I mean, I've never heard that. (laughs) You're so colorful. Who do you think you are? How many of y'all ever heard somebody say that to you? Who do you think you are? See, that's what it's going to cost you. To go in, to go out, to find pasture. God is not afraid. He's not intimidated. He's not intimidated by who you've been, who you are, or the potential of who you have to become. He's not a ghost or a spirit that's spooked because you do one thing wrong. Ooh, I hit a wrong key on the keyboard. I used to think that. I mean, I had to do worship just right or the spirit would lift. Y'all, he's not a ghost that's scared. Right? He's, he's not some kind of disease that needs a, a, an isolated room and we've got to come in with the right clothing or, you know, so we're going we're gonna to contaminate things. We've got to be surrendered. That's what we've got to be concerned about. God, I'm here. And if something needs to be corrected, I stand in confidence that you are going to be the first one to show me that. If I've got to step into something that I've been holding back, if I need more confidence, if I need more courage, 
I'm going to trust that when I come and surrender, if that needs to happen, I'm going to have ears to hear. I didn't say you're going to like it. I didn't even say you're going to agree with it. But I do believe that when we stand in front of him surrendered, when we know that he's the way, the door, and we get to come in and go out and we get to find pasture wherever we are, at home, at work, at school, at church, with people we like, with people we don't like, we get to go in, we get to come out, we get to find pasture. This is our inheritance as the sons of God, to never be hungry, to never be dry, to never be weary, to never be burdened. This is our inheritance. How many of y'all know too many Christians, dry, weary, burdened? How many of you feel like that Christian? (laughs) Dry, weary. Listen, listen. Our inheritance is not that we get to go to heaven when we die. That's a bonus. This inheritance that I get to dwell, I get to go in, I get to come out, and I get to find pasture. This is something I get to live in, dwell in. It's my inheritance. So for every spirit of heaviness today, we speak his joy that you would begin to laugh instead of mourn. That you would begin to see the sunrise as the promise of a new day, not just another potential day full of problems and burdens and things to fix, but that you would be able to see what has always been in front of you. That is the promise of Yahweh. That every burden you would cast, you would give to him. You wouldn't take it back as soon as it left your hand, but there would be a boldness to walk with him, to be found in him, to eat with him, to trust him, to know him, and to be known by him today in Jesus' name. Wow. 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 We have a a time uh, for this morning. Tonight we're going to just keep going. Don't miss tonight. Uh, bring somebody with you. Yes. Uh, we're just going to keep going. Yes. Uh, and I only have to leave. Uh, we're leaving for Texas tomorrow. So, you know, we can be out all night and that's fine. But but uh, this morning we're on a time clock this evening. So tell us next to this evening. Uh, but I need to just release one thing to the man of God uh, before I give the microphone back to him. Uh, because we've had a very difficult two days uh, trying to communicate with each other. We sit at the same table, we eat food, we drink coffee, we smile at each other. Uh, But he doesn't want to tell me anything. He wants me to be prophetic. So we have nothing to talk about. We've exhausted all the wrong subjects, and, and now it's like, hurry up and release the word of the Lord so we can talk. And so it's been, <laughs> we're going for lunch. So I want to be able to talk at lunch. And so let me release this quickly, sir, uh, before uh, we go for lunch. Is that good? Yeah. Tell the person that you don't miss tonight. Yeah. We're going to talk about your third child, uh, your third child uh, tonight. Uh, destiny hanging over your third child specifically. Uh, but the Lord says here, uh, I'm sure it can count to three, right? One, two, three. The third one, the third one. 
They're all blessed, but the third one. But we'll get there tonight. Uh, I don't want to get my, the prophetic word mixed up here. I also need to pray for an Isaiah. Who knows an Isaiah? And I also need to pray for a Samuel. You know Isaiah? Your grandson. All right, Isaiah. Uh, he's going to have an experience with the Lord that is supernatural and sovereign. Yes. Isaiah. Uh, the devil has plans for Isaiah, but God has greater plans. Yeah. And calls him by name today. And he will serve the Lord with gladness. And he will do tremendous evangelism. Uh, he's going to be a uh, just this fire glowing, burning all over the place, all over the world, actually. Uh, he'll travel with teams, says the Lord. But there's a turnaround. How old is he? Five, yeah. There's a turnaround coming to his family, uh, which is very important for his destiny. And the devil's trying to mess up the family so he could mess up the child. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's turning around. The Lord says it's turning around in the name of Yeshua. Can someone say amen? Isn't that exciting? Thank you, Lord. Say to me, break your power and we loose the power of Jesus Christ over Isaiah's life. Who knows a Samuel? I need to pray for a Samuel. Who's Samuel? My grandson. Oh, I love this. Isn't this amazing? How old is your grandson? Almost two? He's a baby, baby? Wow. He's going to have golden hands, says the Lord. He'll be a wealth creator. He'll do very well in business, be very successful in business. He'll be a strong thinker. He'll be somewhat intellectual, but more savvy than intellectual. But he'll create wealth, says the Lord. And he'll use that wealth for the kingdom of God, says the Lord your God. Amen. All right. Getting back to... Uh, uh, where this guy's going. Isn't that exciting? There's so much in this atmosphere. We could go, we could skip lunch, but we won't. <laughs> I, was, I was in Dresden, Germany. Came in for the morning service. I was preaching at a conference just after the walls came down, Eastern Germany. And it was the United Methodist Church, which was built in the atrium of an apartment complex because they were hiding. But the windows looked down. Uh, so everyone in the apartments were Christians. That's how they were doing it. And I walked, we did the, the, the meeting in the morning, and just like this, uh, and bam, suddenly God hit that place. Everybody was slain in the spirit, fell out the chairs, and was stuck. And so I had a team, I always traveled the team. This is David, by the way, sorry. Yeah. David Farwell, one of my, my spiritual sons. And uh, he's traveling with us. Uh, but everyone stayed in the spirit and, and lunchtime came and I got hungry. And I looked at my team. I said, I'm going for lunch. And so we just stepped over because we could do nothing. They were just stuck on the floor. So we just stepped over the people and went out, had lunch. And came back in and the chairs were filled up again. 250 more people sitting there. But all the people were stuck on the floor. Well, we started ministering again. Bam! Everybody in the chairs falls off on top of the bodies on the floor. While we stepped over, went for dinner. <laughs> True story. Came back in the evening. Well, another 250. Bam! They all get slain in the spirit. And then God starts doing something and they start repenting of their sins. And as they repented of their sins, they came off the floor. They, they came unstuck. But there's no more seats for I mean, you know, they had problems now. They all try to get back to the original seat, get their hand back. Nope. 
there were three handbags under that chair now, you know. So we don't know what's going to happen, Mark, but uh, I have a feeling we'll get to do lunch. I have a feeling. So uh, the nations await you. And this is going to sound very contradictory to building. Uh, but if you understand apostolic and sending, raising up spiritual sons, leaders around you, and sending, like this good-looking couple here, sending, you know, uh, campuses. The Lord says you'll, you'll network literally on five continents of the earth. You'll saturate the nations uh, with raising up leaders, sending leaders, and uh, empowering leaders uh, to be who they, they are. There's going to be schools for leaders, not Bible school to become a leader, not you know, university to become a leader. There's going to be schools for leaders uh, who want to go to the next level, deal with their marriages, deal with situations in their lives. It, it's going to be a full package experience where you're going to be uh, ministering to the, the whole person. Uh, Yahweh Rapha uh, means this in the original, the God that healeth me, spirit, soul, and body. Some say spirit, soul, and body. And your ministry, sir, will minister to spirit, soul, and body of leaders, of leaders, of, of captains, of tens, hundreds, and thousands. Uh, there's going to be significant leaders that will come and say, I need to spend some time with you. Uh, but there's, so there's going to be the sending, the raising up and sending, and then there's going to be the networking of holding together, building, encouraging, keeping the momentum going in the earth. It's going to be very, very powerful. The Lord says in one year from now, uh, you're going to fully understand because he's going to afford you the opportunity to go on a very huge uh, international platform. I, I'm thinking it's television or something. Uh, that's going to bring tremendous exposure to who you are in the earth. The Lord says by the time the year ends uh, or of, of 12 months, not this year, 12 months from now, uh, when that year ends, uh, you've got to have your ducks in the row. You've got to have all what you're doing, where you're going, uh, clearly uh, documented, the vision written down, uh, certain leaders put in place uh, to be able to help empower you in that. Uh, it's going to be great, says the Lord. Uh, it's a new movement. If you think back to our history and uh, uh, where you come out of with, with uh, uh, ministering with Theo and these, these uh, generals, uh, the movements that were going on in the earth because of these men, with the Ray McCauley's, these guys, there were movements taking place. Uh, you're one of those movement men for this aeon of time. You're one of those generals that will literally lead nations. Uh, uh, you know, where, where T.D. Jakes, for instance, uh, created a movement, right? A preaching movement, really. Uh, talk about Miles Monroe, uh, a father in the kingdom, right? Uh, all these gentlemen. Uh, you, sir, will be a father of a movement, uh, that'll be recognized like they are. And it'll be for a season because movements are for a season. And you'll not hold on past that season because you know it'll become redundant. Uh, but you'll move on to the next wave that flows. Uh, you're not going to die in that movement, says the Lord. You're not going to be stagnated in that movement. Uh, it's going to be a movement that'll become a movement that'll become a movement. Uh, I don't like the term Revival. Uh, because that means uh, uh, you were alive and now dead and have to be revived. It's like retirement. Uh, I officially retired. I handed my ministry, global ministry, over to my son-in-law. 
uh, just uh, February, uh, brand new retired. Isn't this exciting? This is me retired. Uh, I got in a car. I've been, I don't know how many states. We've been on the road six weeks, traveling from California, ministering, doing what we do, uh, because there's no such thing as sitting down doing nothing. Because that retired means I was tired and I'm tired again. I'm retired and so we don't revive. Uh, we want a movement. A movement in the earth that will colonize the earth. Go a little further in your thinking. Uh, I don't mind you shaking. If you want to shake, flip, flop, fall down, laugh. Uh, that's okay. This happens to me in the middle of the street and airports and airplanes. Uh, you go ahead. Flip, flop, shake, do what you have to do. Uh, but I wouldn't call that a revival. I would just call that an experience with God. But a movement in the earth. Yeah. And I've had the privilege of working with a lot of the guys who were part of movements or headed up movements. I myself have headed out movements in Europe uh, that has been sovereign. It's like a special type of character. And he is perfectly cut out crazy. <laughs> He's crazy enough to believe it. He's crazy enough to do it. Yeah? And he's humbled enough and surrendered enough to be pliable in the hands of the Lord. Great shall be that movement. It'll cover all areas, spirit, soul, and body of man, of leadership, uh, of reaching people to the Lord, uh, establish them as kingdom citizens on the earth. <sighs> A new breed. It's going to be television. New breed. New breed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many heard of the God Channel? God TV? You like it? Yeah, that started in my office in Belgium. Yeah. Isn't that exciting? I'm only saying that because those things are now past experiences. Some say past experiences. And we are posturing for a new experience. Can some say, yeah, yeah, yeah. And in new experience times, there are new leaders raised. And uh, this apostle, he is an apostle. How many know that? He's not a pastor. There's nothing maternal about him. There's nothing shepherding about him. Uh, he is an apostle. Uh, and he will be sending many leaders to the nations of the earth. Can some say, yeah, yeah, yeah. And my time is up, therefore, I have to end. Someone say end. Do you receive the word, sir? Yeah? Come tonight, come tonight. Wait, okay, there's one woman, two guys. Who's who? You're okay too, but I mean, it's, got, it's, not, it's not a rejection of you. <laughs> it was just a, 
Yeah, I, I need a hand up, sir. I love you guys. We'll see you tonight. Yes. Yeah. Amen. <sighs> Hallelujah. I feel the fire of God. I feel it in my spirit. I feel it so strong. I make no apologies, none. This is supernatural. If he only came here just for me, it's okay. But he didn't. They didn't. I'm not crazy. <laughs> I just love Jesus. <sighs> and that word mo- movement shakes me to my core. <sighs> it's who I am in the Holy Ghost. And if there's anything that burns within me more than anything else, souls, I have a passion for souls. Yes, I do. But I have something, I have an endeavour and I have a bone to pick with the spirit of religion and how much it has held back the church and the people of God. I, I, I sit back and I'm going, oh my God, how are we going to do all of this? It's just so big. It's so big. And everybody needs to take their place. Yes. The kingdom is unselfish. This is, this is about elevating Him for His purpose to be made manifest in region, in regions. And we all unselfishly come and say, this is about the purpose of the King. This is about the purpose of the Kingdom. And we can all surrender to that cause. It's 
it's not about a man, it's about the man and his name is Jesus. It is about a movement of people that will catch the fire of God to take regions, to take cities and to become a voice of influence. I'm not here to get on my soapbox to preach here today, but I'm just talking to you out of the overflow of heaven. You didn't come here to to, to get sermonised today. So many people come into churches because they feel like they're gonna get sermonised. You didn't get sermonised. What you heard was the manifestation and, and, and the flow of people that hang around Jesus. The whole, all of the epistles were written. They were written not by people who quoted Scripture all day long. The epistles were written by men that erupted out of the encounter of the one they hung around with. That is what the Kingdom is about. It's about holy eruptions of the one who has apprehended you. That's how you can tell if somebody's been around Jesus or not. I never, we we weren't sent here to pacify the spirit of religion. We weren't here to get in a circle with all the leaders in the town and sing Kumbaya, whatever will be. We are here on a mission to bring the glory of God to the city. We are here on a mission to set people free. We are here on a mission to see the destiny of God inside men and women to come forth and begin to manifest it. We are also here to break the spirit of poverty over this region that has held the lives of so many people back. We are here to take away the cycle of generational mindsets that thought one way, but are about to erupt in a new and living way. Now I wanna say this, don't miss tonight. We're gonna do one more thing here really quickly and we don't wanna take this holy moment and make it uh, something light. But if I can have really quickly, if I can have three or four uh, of, of uh, anybody that serves here in any way, shape or form to empty out those envelopes over there, go get them really quick and just pass an envelope out to everybody. You can give, great. If you don't, great. Just have an envelope in your hand. I don't have time to waste to see who's gonna do it and who's not. If you are tithing, you know how to tithe. This is the, the tithe goes to the church and your offering comes, your, your tithes, whatever you normally do, do that for the church because we do that every Sunday. For those of you watching by way of live stream, if you're giving to the guest ministry today, go to www.destinyrevivalministries.com. Click on the Give Today button. You'll be able to have a drop down with guest speaker there. Click on guest speaker and sow a seed.
For those of you here, you can also give with your smartphone doing the same thing or you can actually text the number. If we can have that slide up on the screen, text the word GIVE to 337-434-3777. Text the word GIVE to that number. And you can give or you don't have, this is not about manipulation. I'm just trying to tell you. One of the biggest reasons on why we never see something remarkable. You cannot buy God, you cannot manipulate God. And that's not what this is about. However, as an activation of our faith to say, Lord, I'm connecting with the movement. In other words, you're putting your money and you're attaching it to the anointing in which it's being communicated to you. You say, Lord, I am. I desire that movement. If you've been moved in any way, shape or form, this is not that you were moved by your emotions. The Bible talks about Paul. In fact, in that same Scripture, when he, he speaks that your faith might not rest in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God and the Amplified, it says, stirring up within the hearer the most, holy emotions that's holy emotions and it's okay you, you don't have to do anything this is not we're not we're, we're not going to tell you what to do we, we will never ever ever do that so just for 30 seconds ask the Lord outside of your tithe to the church on your envelope, if you needed two envelopes, that's fine because maybe you're tithing today. We can get you another one. On that envelope, there is a little block that says guest speaker. Check that. Please check that. It's the only way we're going to be able to sow that offering into them. So check the block for guest speaker. All right, maybe you didn't bring what you thought you were going to bring this morning, then bring it tonight. That's fine. Amen. But just go ahead and ask the Lord what He would have you do. <clears throat> we want to be a blessing. I'll tell you what, there is nothing that will, there is nothing that will, that blesses God than our response to the anointing with our substance. It blesses heaven. Because it's our way in the flesh that we can demonstrate something that costs us something to say, God, I love your anointing. I love what you're doing. I wanna be a part of this. I wanna connect with that. It's a demonstration to God. It's not about you buying God. It's a demonstration between you and God to show Him you mean business. Hallelujah. We didn't do this and have them in because it's perfect timing. Listen, if we're going to wait on perfect timing for anything, we'll never do anything. We're doing this because it's a sacrifice to us, but we are gladly glad to do it. Amen. I don't want to labour the service any longer. If you are ready to give, just make sure you fill out all the information. Click on guest speaker on that, on that card. If you're watching online, make sure you check the box guest speaker <clears throat> and then go ahead and give. Hallelujah. And then when you're ready, let's go ahead and start getting something, uh, some end of service worship music playing. 
just work, work the volume up as we end. When you're ready with that envelope, in fact, why don't you go ahead and raise your envelope in your hand right now for everybody that's ready to give. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for those that are sowing, Lord. Not from a manipulative posture, but from a posture of faith that are connecting to the anointing in the atmosphere this morning and want to respond with their hearts. We thank you, Father, that this is the beginning of something incredible that you are birthing in this region. We are literally sowing. Your seed is a representation of your desire for the movement of heaven that God has for this region right now. That's what the seed is. And that seed represents you. It represents your home. It represents your workplace. It represents your family. This is not the time to, to, uh, to, to get religious and nitpick about everything. This is not, the, we're beyond the season of getting offended because the carpets don't suit your colour or because the wall was painted black or the curtains, you, you wouldn't have been. We've got to get beyond all of that for the love of, for the love of Jesus. Help us, God help us. Let's get beyond. When you get so absorbed in Jesus, there won't be time for that. When you get so absorbed in the eternal purposes of God, none of that matters. Hallelujah. Well, I'm not even gonna, actually, let's make it an apostolic offering. <laughs> Why don't you come? This, we've never done this before in this church one time. This is the first time we're, we take offerings every, just so that you know, whenever we have a guest speaker, we take offerings for them. For those of you that are new, that's what we're gonna do. We will always do that. <coughs> They didn't come and we're not going to send them off with two cans of baked beans and say, thank you very much and a tin of asparagus. God bless you. Amen. Amen. So what we're going to do is just take our offering, come come on up out of our seat if you can, and just drop it on the floor here. That's called an apostolic offering. Come and bring it to the the altar. Come on, let's get some some music playing. And, And as you do that, release your faith. If you need an envelope, just raise your hand still. I think everybody's good. <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. I had to be very clear because they might give you the tithe and that's not happening. <laughs> it's okay. But listen, I don't have a problem talking about money. I'm very transparent about it. One thing you can actually safely understand is that you will never be manipulated here. We don't manipulate people. We're not here to milk you for anything, unlike some other places. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Don't you feel, how many of you, come on, breathe in real quick. Breathe out. Come on, how many of you feel a liberty? There's a breakthrough in the Spirit. Are you with me? 
Now, I'm going to call the shots. I know you wanted to stay for 30 minutes more, but we have a, a reservation done with you guys, so we have to go. And normally I would never do that. So what we're going to do is remember 6.30 p.m. tonight. I have a feeling tonight's going to be a late night. Somebody say late night. So that means I would definitely recommend coming back, bringing a friend. If you have to leave early, that's fine. We're not going to condemn you if you need to go. We're going to go as long as the Holy Spirit takes us. Amen. All right. I got a feeling tonight's going to be a good night. Tonight's going to be a good, good night. I got a feeling. Come on. Hallelujah. Can we just do one more thing before we head out of here and say, Jesus is Lord. One, two, three. Hallelujah. We love you. God bless you. We'll see you tonight. And then lastly, really quickly, go ahead and stand up Dr. Bree really quickly. Dr. Bree, she is a a horse veterinarian doing an internship. I just want to introduce you to the horseologist. The horseologist meets the horse veterinarian. That's her. Maybe you can have a chat on our way out. But anyway, God bless you. We'll see you tonight at 6.30. Don't miss it. Hallelujah. Signs, wonders, miracles, supernatural anointing released in Jesus' Name. Hallelujah.